You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Up to date wants to know what you're talking about with family and friends. You can text UTD to 816-601-4777 to tell us. Again, 816-601-4777. This is Up to Date on KCUR 89.3. I'm Steve Kraske. I don't know about you, but that was one tense game last night, and I'm still trying to unwind from it. The Chiefs are headed to their sixth straight AFC championship, and folks, that by itself is just flat-out amazing. This morning, we'll unwind what happened last night and what's ahead next Sunday when the Chiefs play the mighty Baltimore Ravens. Joining us, Matt McMullen is the senior team reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs. Matt, good to have you. Yeah, Steve, thanks for having me. Fresh off a flight from the East Coast, right? Yeah, I got We're back both... around 4 o'clock wow. last night. But as I was telling you off air, whenever we win, I don't care. I don't need to sleep. I got in bed at <laughs> 4.30 and had trouble even going to sleep after that. So there you go. amazing game. Haley Lewis is with the Bleacher Report and is a Kansas City Sports Network host. Haley, good to have you too. And yeah, I got my beauty sleep last night. Did you? I slept great and sound. I went home after the show about 11 p.m., slept in, uh, knowing that the Chiefs are headed to their sixth AFC title game. Well, I'm just amazed right. and appreciative you both are actually here in the studio given the <laughs> slick conditions out there. So thank you for making the effort. So if that game had gone to overtime last night, Haley, I'm not sure I could have lived through it. How about you? Oh, no. I, I don't have a, I didn't have enough of my anxiety pills to get through that one. <laughs> I definitely, every time we watch the Bills and the Chiefs go up against each other, it's always one of those games where you're just on the edge of your seat. And no Matt kidding. and I were talking about this. We're both Kansas City kids, and you got to be a professional and try to be unbiased, right? And try to try to stay professional in your environment as well. And you're just holding in those little jerks, and you have so much tension in your body. I felt like after the game... I was just able to finally relax. I, yeah. I couldn't have handled it if it had gone any further. Uh, I'm not sure I could have either, you know. But before we talk specifics, I wanted to point out that this will be the sixth consecutive mm -hmm. AFC championship game that the Chiefs are playing in. I mean, Matt, that is just flat out extraordinary how extraordinary do you see it? Well, it's the second longest streak in NFL history for any yeah. team going to a conference title game. Only yeah. the Patriots from 2011 to 2018, who wow. did eight straight years, have a longer streak. So we're kind of used to this now in Kansas City, but it's like my mission in life to remind people we can't <laughs> normalize this because it's not normal. I mean, it's the second greatest run for any team in NFL history of going to a conference title game. And there's been ups and downs this season, but still the Chiefs found a way. So the resiliency of this squad is something that should be commended. Yeah. You know, Haley, do you think some of the fans are starting to take this for granted because this has become sort of the norm here yeah. in town, this team going to these games? I mean, we've been talking about it all season long. It's kind of like the kid with a silver spoon in their mouth asking for more. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? right. And I, was, I have to admit that I was a little bit one of those after the game, the loss to the Packers. I was like, are we wasting Mahomes without giving him enough of a supporting cast but yeah. you know it's it's, it's something you got to do you got to trust the Chiefs in the way that they do things because as an organization as a front office as a coaching staff they has proven to us over and over again that they are able to find a way to win and what I took away from last night was if the Bills have anything left to say I'd be shocked because they did it against the Bills 
with Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Then they did it with a lump sum of, you know, 11 receivers getting a touch or a catch that game. And then they did it with a defensive-minded team. And, and although it was a little different yesterday, what we saw of the Chiefs, they've done it now three ways against the Bills and showing that they will find a way to win no matter who they have on their roster that season, yeah. as long as you got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I was going to say, you know, the knock on the team all season long has been the offense for once. Mm-hmm. Usually it's been the defense, but now it's the offense. But you do have a sense, Matt, that this thing is starting to turn around a little bit at just absolutely the right time it just as uh, Patrick Mahomes promised all season long that it would sure I think they've really found their identity offensively here where they're funneling the offense through primarily three players outside of Patrick Mahomes it's Isaiah Pacheco Rashi Rice and Travis Kelsey and really the last three weeks if you exclude the Chargers game where the starters didn't play those three guys have been brilliant every single week and then Patrick Mahomes just doing what he does in the postseason turning it on I mean his 13th career postseason win that's already tied for the sixth most <laughs> in NFL history he's 28 years old 28 just years remarkable old. stuff from Patrick and yeah I think they found their identity here offensively and that's scary stuff for the Ravens and the rest of the NFL you know Haley there were so many reasons we wound up winning last night including mm-hmm. the fact that the Buffalo kicker missed that field goal <laughs> thank goodness thank you but what's the biggest reason we won last night in your view I mean, you, you want to say that it's because of the defense getting us here, right? I mean, it wasn't the most <laughs> defensive or, or defensively strong performance that we've been usual or used seen throughout the season. I think what happened and the reason that they were able to pull it off in the in the end is because the entire game, although they did not control the time of possession, I think we all kind of caught on that, that that was the Bills game plan, right? Like keeping the Chiefs off the field, not letting Patrick Mahomes get the ball, keeping that time of possession um, as lopsided as they could. Yeah. Kansas City, I I felt, and I don't know how the rest of Chiefs Kingdom felt, I felt very calm and in control the entire time. I felt as if Kansas City was the better team. And although we've seen a lot of the times where Kansas City wasn't the better team and they still found a way to win, last night the better team won. Hmm. And that was Kansas City because they were calm, cool, collected. Mahomes did not show any change of scenery to be bothering him in the playoffs, you know, taking his first time as an underdog outside of, of course, those one of the Super Bowl games against the Eagles last year and also being on the road for the first time outside of the Super Bowls, he showed that he was just as in control as he is and, and even a little bit better on the road than he actually yeah. is at Arrowhead. So I think the fact that the Chiefs have been there, done that, they're used to that, is really the reason they were able to go into a place like Orchard Park. And Matt was telling me the snowballs were real. They were really throwing the snowballs at people And they were throwing it at players. Patrick Mahomes at the end yeah. of the game when he ran over to the, the fans on, at, at the side The fact side that they line. stayed yeah. above all of that just shows – just the veteran type of um, I don't even know how you say that. Just you're you're a veteran in the playoffs, and you've only you're only 28 years old. Yeah, I guess that's what we have. You know, I don't want to sound too much like a homer, but I agree with exactly with what Haley just said, Matt. I mean, they didn't seem rattled at all mm-hmm. by the fact they were on foreign turf and playing against in a stadium that was very very loud last night. How loud was it? You were there. Well, it was very loud. That Buffalo crowd badly wanted that game. I mean, that's <laughs> a tortured fan base. <laughs> yes, and it we is. can relate to that yeah, before this run of success. <laughs> yeah. They Badly wanted it. Uh, it was a great atmosphere. But not only were the Chiefs not rattled, I think they embraced it. I think mm. they really enjoyed that role. Uh, Patrick Mahomes at the very front of that. And to go into that place and that atmosphere and to win, I mean, it's truly legendary. We can't lose sight of that. I Before the game, I was telling myself this could be one of those games that's on uh, NFL Network in 20 years. Yeah. And I really think <laughs> yeah. it might be just t- based on how the game that went. And uh, what a legendary performance for the Chiefs to go into that place and to win. Yeah. We'll be back in just a minute.
You know, I think two things can be true here. The Chiefs played really well last mm-hmm. night, Haley, but no question, Buffalo's defense was banged up a bit. Yeah. That didn't hurt. They had practically no healthy bodies yes, that, they, right. that they could get on the field. And I think that definitely helped. Their defense isn't terrible. They're decent. But, I mean, it was a, a spot that the Chiefs' offense could expose. Now, this was the first time in a long time that we have seen the Chiefs' offense drive down the field so quickly, have so many plays that were not those intermediate or those check down passes that or the handoff to Pacheco you know and although we did see Pacheco pop off a little bit it was more of what we're used to seeing Mahomes in seasons past and I think it's because they were able to exploit the defense the defense was banged up Um, a lot of their key starters the linebacker position my god they barely had anyone in there so that did benefit the Chiefs but I also don't want that to take away from what they were able to do I feel like I love the Bills fans and I love the Bills media we've become very close with them because we see them all the time yeah but I will say I hope that they don't find that as as an excuse as to why the Kansas City Chiefs came away because you know what there's nothing really to blame it on except for the fact that the Chiefs were the better team on the field last night and and that's just what it is. I should point out too that the Buffalo offense was ripping off a lot of consecutive big Mm. plays you know one after another not four or five yards at a time Matt but you know close to 10 yards and you begin to wonder about that a little bit. Well and long drives so Mm -hmm. what the Bills have done in the latter half of the season to protect their defense, which is covered with injuries, is playing ball control. And they did that last night. I mean, they had 37 minutes of time of possession. Uh, They had numerous double-digit play drives. And what that does is it puts pressure on the Chiefs' offense to make sure they take advantage of the few possessions that they have. Fortunately, the Chiefs' offense was tremendously efficient last night. They scored points on uh, each of their first five possessions. So that was the key for Buffalo. They were hoping, let's try to get two or three stops, and hopefully our offense will possess the ball long enough where Patrick Mahomes doesn't have a chance to win the game. Yeah. But the Chiefs' offense was just too good. Yeah. Well, Haley, let me put on my NFL analyst hat here, which <laughs> means uh, you can go ahead and laugh all you want. But it does strike me that our opponent next week, the Ravens, yeah. share a lot of characteristics with the Bills and that they have a tremendous running quarterback which I guess is pretty obvious to everybody here. But maybe the Chiefs defense doesn't have to change a whole lot uh, to get ready for next week, or am I wrong? Well, I I think what we saw, I think the good thing about the Bills being on the field as much as they were last night is that they were able to reveal their hand a little bit earlier so that when when the Chiefs went into the half, Steve Spagnuolo had a lot of plays to look at to make those adjustments. I'm not so sure Baltimore is going to fall under that same game game plan. So it's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, But Matt was saying this when we were talking earlier, if there's any team that can prepare you for the Ravens it's the Bills because you you mentioned it they have that quarterback who can do it through the air but also take off on his legs and that's so hard especially in today's league with the rules that we have today not knowing if he's going to slide how do you defend that he kind of does the fake slide you don't want to get the penalty Uh, there's a lot that runs around that but the fact that Lamar can take off and and make those explosive plays himself but then he can also get it done through the air although his strong suit is really (laughs) running it he's a hard guy to bring down and and the defense here will know that you know you got to take him down at his legs and it's going to be extremely tough but they got a little practice in and and you mentioned it this will be a good way to get them ready it's going to be a tougher battle because I think the Bills are not as good as a team as the Ravens Uh, so they're going to have to step it up next week and that was something that I saw exposed on the field a little bit was was defensively what are going to be the answers next week because you have got to stop the run 
Yeah, you know, it strikes me that, you know, the, the Ravens quarterback is even a better runner than the Bills quarterback, Matt. <laughs> am, am I seeing that right? Well, Lamar Jackson might be the best athlete yes. in yeah, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. That's true. But like Haley was saying, I think facing the Ravens in a vacuum is very, very difficult because they play a style of football you really don't see much mm-hmm. in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But the closest thing to them is probably the Buffalo Bills. So mm-hmm. if anything, I think the Chiefs defense had an opportunity to play against a similar opponent last week. I think that will help here against the Ravens. They're still quite different. They're very dynamic. Uh, and also their defense is the only defense in the NFL that's statistically better than the Chiefs. So it'll be Ooh. tough. But in a lot of ways, I think this Chiefs team, you can never bet against Patrick Mahomes based I on what we've that. seen in his career. <laughs> but some people think the Ravens are truly the best team in football right now. A lot of people think that. They certainly do. They've earned that. They've played really good football this year. But leaning back on the postseason experience thing, no one has more postseason experience in this, these playoffs than mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes does and Coach Reed does. And the Ravens are playing great football right now, taking nothing away from them, but just the way the Chiefs are playing and how they embraced kind of that villain role on the road yesterday. <laughs> yeah. They're going to do that again In here this villain week. Era. Yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. <laughs> Maybe just a final point, Haley. This will be the third consecutive yeah. uh, road playoff game for the Chiefs. I mean, that's asking a lot. Third, second, th- second consecutive uh-huh. road playoff game. That's asking a lot of a team to win on the road like that, isn't it? Yeah. And it's a hard environment to go in. I think the last time they faced the Ravens was back in the 2021 season. It was week two, if I'm correct. And it was a very close game all because of a fumble by CEH. And not to not to bring that up to say anything, yeah. but that could be, you know, they could have scored more points. It didn't have to come down to that. But it was getting, you know, that's a hard environment. I've actually been to that stadium. It's a tough place to play and it's going to be a challenge. But I think if anyone is up to the challenge, like Matt was saying, this is a veteran team. They know how to play in the playoffs. They know how to keep their cool. I think that this team can can handle it. Um, it's just going to be more of Patrick Mahomes going out there and playing like Mahomes over my dead body. You know, and we saw that from him. The late Therese Paler used to say that when Mahomes is in the playoffs, he says, it's over my dead body. You're going to yeah. beat me. So we see that. He puts it all out there and I expect that to happen next Sunday. Do we know what the spread is yet going yet? We seen I, it yet? I haven't seen. I know that the, uh, Raven, I, I think they're, they're a three-point favorite. favorite. I yeah. think a three-point favorite if I looked at it last night, but I have not looked at it this morning. Okay. Well, interesting stuff. It'll be a fun week getting ready for the big game next week. That's the voice of Haley Lewis. She's with the Bleacher Report and the Kansas City Sports Network. Matt McMullen also joined us, a senior team reporter for the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, thanks for braving the weather to come in and visit with us. Really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. thanks, Steve. Really guys. appreciate it. Up to Date is a production of KCUR 89.3. The program is produced by Zach Wilson, Elizabeth Ruiz, Claudia Brancart, and Hallie Jackson. Paul Nakatura is our announcer and engineer. The theme music was composed by the great Bobby Watson. I'm Steve Kraske. Thanks for listening.